0: Welcome to the Wiggly Podcast, and we're in the Wiggly Garden, and you won't believe who's come round today.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, it's, it's, well, I came, round, I came round on Sunday. Yes, Didn't I see you on Sunday? Yes. And, uh, and I came round up and then I heard rich, rich, round here. So, round the wall, I came and there was Heather in amongst <laughs> the raised beds, uh, hidden amongst the buglier, which is slightly taller than you now, is that in one fact, it isn't is? it? And, uh, and uh, you, you were planting your runner beans. I was. <laughs> It's all going well, isn't it? I mean, the garden's looking great. I mean, you haven't had any help in the garden this year as yet, None. and it's all looking surprisingly lush. Yes,
0: yeah, we're going to see my peach tree. Has, haven't
1: things changed? I, well, that was the thing that struck me when yeah. we, uh, on Sunday. This amazing peach tree. How long ago was this put in? This I peach think peach Hannah tree?
0: planted this a couple of years ago. Last year we had about twenty of the most delicious peaches you've ever tasted.
1: I can imagine. Yeah. And
0: this year. When I got to the greenhouse, because, you know, I don't come out in the cold and the rain. Yeah. Ever since I went draining, I always said I will never do anything for pleasure no, in the rain.
1: That was a long not it? Yeah, I no, got no, too wet and ago. cold. Yeah. So
0: anyway, by the time I got here, the whole greenhouse was full of this tree, and it flew out of the top of the greenhouse, and all the branches were bent over here.
1: Right.
0: So... I chopped, well, Farmfield helped me chop the tall ones. Yeah, yeah. um, And I chopped the little ones. And then I realised or I thought that there was probably too many peaches on the um, branches. So I tweeted, what should I do? And I got all this advice back, which was to rub out loads of the fruit.
1: Little immature. So it's actually yeah. so taken out
0: a, a few of
1: the uh, unnecessary ones, the, stunt, the stunted ones. I mean it is laden now I and mean, it's probably a kind of pair of peaches every what, every three or four inches, something yeah.
0: like that. Well I reckon I've taken out at least three hundred. Right. So whether it's enough or not, I don't know. But, oh, it looks so promising. It, it does, it does. It's amazing.
1: This is a very incredibly vigorous tree, this. I mean, it's, it went in. I remember it going in because I was here kind of on a, on a, on a full-time basis. and it was a couple of foot Tiny. off the ground. And yeah. now it's it, it's covered a space that's probably, I don't know, 15 square metres or something like that. Maybe it's not an exaggeration. But it's an enormous tree. And it's It's obviously a really good variety. Any idea what, what variety it is? I mean, I, I wouldn't know from, from Adam one peach variety to the next. But.
0: Yes. It's a peachy peach. Peachy peach. It yeah. obviously lends
1: itself to this space. <laughs> but they are right, I mean, there is nothing like a sweet peach picked fresh from a tree. It's nothing like anything you'll ever buy in a shop, is it?
0: Absolutely not. And I've discovered things this year because I've been at it myself. I've discovered the joy of Strolch. Right. Because I know it's Borton. Borton? You know, you have to buy it. Oh, and okay. I mean, you know, I've got all my own compost and I've used that, oh, Rich.
1: Borton, yeah. That that new, I, is, that is that a word? word? <laughs> no, I don't know if a, that's a word. It's a heavism. Yeah. I think is it is. Boughton. Of, My mum uh, say
0: things are boughton, boughton. or proper. Oh, yeah, you know, either boughton. you grow them or they're boughton. Right, right. But anyway, I know it's boughton, but you know what I love about it? It's so light.
1: Yeah. So I can move around. around. Well, I know that to to a lazy gardener. But The stacks are quite large, aren't they, really? Yeah.
0: And the great thing is, I tested it, and it doesn't matter what you do, it doesn't blow away. Because I thought, oh no, I'm going to put it on. And it'll go... It's
1: still going to whizz off. Yeah.
0: Do you think that's relevant? And it doesn't. It doesn't. Well, it but... would be a
1: shame if you mulch something and it did take off. Exactly. Because kind of you've lost all your mulch then. But,
0: I mean, maybe that's not a worry in other people's minds. But maybe I imagined not. it would fly away, but it didn't.
1: Some <laughs> 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 field test in there. <laughs> but the
0: only thing is about strolls. chickens love
1: it. Oh, I can well imagine, yeah. They
0: absolutely Scratching love it. Scratching heaven. Yeah, unfortunately, I planted my herbs at the front and they got them... In the strolch and dug the whole lot up before I could get to water them in the evening. So, look at this, Rich. I've got a cunning plan (laughs) for my sage. So out we go to the raised bed. That's oh, a
1: cracking day. Well, this forecast is brilliant as well this week, isn't it? that bit of summer rain we had yesterday. We'll, oh, yes. We'll make all this stuff go bananas now, I
0: got up and said, soft, refreshing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can yes, imagine. Phil. Yeah. So look, here yeah. is
0: my cunning plan for my seeds.
1: Oh, look at those little beauties. See? There they are.
0: So these are these metal wire cloches. They're like... Well, they're like woven wire, aren't they? They're, they're, a
1: kind of, they're almost uh, antique-looking, aren't they? Yeah. They are a kind of... Um, vintage. Something, uh, vintage, right. Is yeah, that, that'll sell them better, Rich. <laughs> 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 That's right. Well, they're almost like a, a wire mesh tea cosy. Exactly. <laughs> it's, just, it's just superb. <laughs> so nicely protected from the um, oh, the stuck. ravages of the chooks. Yeah. yeah
0: so these are lovely
1: little closhes, aren't they're they? They're lovely little closhes. So they're
0: all right under there, aren't
1: yeah, they? Yeah, they're happy as Larry, I think. I mean, once that takes a hold, that will grow like bilio. And I mean, in a couple of years, this, this whole space will be inundated with a tumbling sage over the sides of the raised beds, which will be good. So uh, essentially, that will be used to stuff the critters that are uh, currently attempting to scratch you out of the ground.
0: Why? Well, you'll it, be oh, using yes! that for anything your pack, so won't you? <laughs> of course it is. that'll happen. <laughs> that'll it's like the go. ultimate insult for them. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I've protected <laughs> from them, ready to in. stuff them.
1: <laughs> well, I was
0: thinking it would be brilliant in the wiggly bouquets, but that doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> well, equally, yeah. <laughs> okay. So the is, Ah, no. Because the last time these these sticks were going in, so I, I can I commend you on your your bean sticking. That all looks rather good, and they're pretty robust runners. So they'll go off like mad now, especially with this sprinkling of rain. Oh, I think a really good idea to do it. I always do with all the beans now. Is when I mow the grass, at least strip the grass. I'm going to mow it because there's quite a lot of tracts of lawn here. When you uh, when you mow the grass, just cover this whole bed in the uh, grass cuttings. When's and that just keep the, No, no, just keep the moisture in the ground. Oh, okay. Because runners are especially susceptible to droughts and and dry conditions. So uh, so yeah, that'll just keep the moisture in the ground, and, and it really it's, it's it cuts out the middleman so far as composting is concerned.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, I read that beans and matoes like warm soil, and because the soil's taken such a long time to warm up, yeah, it it'll be fine us, yeah. to, to mulch it now.
1: I think you're absolutely right, yeah. 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 So you're so you planning to get your strawch on there now as well then, maybe? Exactly. Yeah, right, right, You and I
0: are going to make a video of that.
1: Are we? We are. <laughs> OK. Well, that shouldn't be too challenging. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to split the bag open? Well, yeah. um, Rich, <laughs> well you're the all doer now. We'll think aren't you? about yeah. that
0: right. at the time. Now, tell me about this bit, because obviously it's my garden, so I should know. But I think this is the fruit department.
1: Right. No, it's just, this, the currants, definitely, is a, this is definitely it? the fruit department. It is, it Chris, is a Chris. massive currant bush. It's got relatively enormous, it must be a few currant bushes. But you must pick these anyway. I mean, these these goodscogs, you know, they're, all, they're a little bit sharp. Have you tried them?
0: Well, not oh, yet. Then, uh,
1: I went down to, the moment? To, uh, to Terry's a couple of days ago, and he picked some Guzgogs for us to try. And they, I, I I love gooseberries; they're a fantastic thing. There no, You not go,
0: keen, right? And okay.
1: uh, they're a bit. Well, uh, no. mm, sharp at the moment, they make right, your eyes water. Bloody so.
0: hell! Oh. <laughs> 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 eating, like eating fresh from the garden.
1: Oh yeah, no, that really. Yeah. I bet make you makes your mouth walk. <laughs> Do you, know, do you well, know what you can
0: do with them, Rick? I need
1: they obviously need a few more weeks yet to uh, build up their sugar sugar quantities, but you know farmers it's good healthy goosgog bush. <laughs> right. There's all this rain on there now. I don't know what, what are these are these black currants or red currants. Mm. They look like blackcurrant mm. black currant bushes, mm. there. they're uh,
0: Yes, they do look like the bracken bushes I used to pick and then put the orange squash in the bottom to weigh the buckets down. Sorry, Mickey yeah. Now, <laughs> Right then. But the exciting news yeah. is, from today,
1: yeah.
0: we're doing a swappy, aren't we? I'm oh, not going to tell We myself. We
1: are doing a swappy. <laughs> we are doing a swappy. Because I came over and I said, have you had any chicks? this year yet, and you told me the, the sad state of affairs with Mr Cocker's lockers. Yeah, Kellogg's. Um, so, uh, Kellogg, uh, um, at the end of his days, and I said, well, I've got some bantams, I've, I've had some really good hatchings this year, I'm a third set of uh, chicks. The interesting thing about hatching bantams, though, and it's always been the same ever since I was a kid, is that they, the clutches are dominated by cockerels. Right. So out of the seven chicks from this particular brood, there are only two hens. So you've really? got you've got so you got one of the hens and of course Gosh, the cockles the cockles the will end up um, you know being uh, feasted on.
0: But By now this, I got I think a she's about eleven
1: weeks old, this little bird.
0: Right. Okay. So there's two hen houses and you put the new bantam in the other hen house to where the hens are
1: uh, well, uh, it's, it's just so that I don't have to open the door right. into the other hen so I wasn't entirely sure where you wanted the, your new addition to the, uh, the Gorringe household um, but obviously it would be better off spending the night where it's going to spend you know, the rest of its days I got her in Are we here. going to put her in with the others? Well, what we'll do is we'll just keep her separate.
0: Oh, well, I'll let those out then for, uh, and a put few, her a few. in there.
1: OK, we'll shut her where the birds spend the night. That uh, just means that she'll spend the day in there now and the night in there, put some water and some, uh, and some food in with her no and problem. she can hunker down. And then it, when you let her out tomorrow morning, yep. she'll be sort of familiar with um, well, she
0: can stay where she spend the night. Like. But that's it's where it's she's an... going to live.
1: Okay, well that's we'll probably put her in there then, shall okay. we? Okay, yeah. And then uh, that'll be fine. So I've got this. Do you know what? Do you know what this is? This old, this old thing. Um, meat safe. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It came out of uh, the uh, the kitchen in our house when we, uh, we renovated our place. Really? Around, you know, about six years ago. So of course it, it does get tends, tends to be used as a chicken carrier. <laughs> <Very> handy. Works <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, well.
0: Okay, so we got to the second hen house.
1: Okay. And These are it good down here? Aren't they?
0: Oh no, well, these It's all
1: very and and kind can of all fox proof as well. You haven't had any no foxes fox issues, attempting to No badger uh, issues. Get in. Now, no, the then the other
0: handy thing is that two can get out already. So two will right. have gone off for their early morning what's it? Right, right. I'm going to clip the other two's wings because they keep laying the eggs in somewhere else.
1: Okay. But yeah, yeah well, there's a lot of place to to sort of lay, so isn't it? So I've there? got one egg. Really? Right. Let's put this little bit, So I suppose what we should do is close this other this set in the entrance. Yeah. How do, how do I put oh, that? There you go. That's, That's relatively simple. So close the entrance. Yeah. It's quite smart. I like the idea of these chicken houses that are on stilts. And off the ground. I mean, it's obviously it's it's nice and dry, but aesthetically, it's a, it, it's a cracking coop, isn't it? Really? I
0: like it because it's easy to clean out because you're up here. Yeah, that is Maybe true. A bit that is remember. true.
1: It is. very really true. Right. Okay. There we go. Now this this banty is a bit wild because they're up the top, and I've just kept them in a. A run, which is essentially the, the sort of fattening run, you know, because these.
0: Right. Perhaps you should shut the door.
1: These birds were destined then. for. Uh, yeah, maybe. But if she decides to fly, she's just going to take off anyway. So she's going to go Has miles. She got a she's she She's only. She's only t- no, no, she's only tiny. I see. So okay. I'm going to attempt to get her out now Not by grabbing right, her, then. and she's going to make loads of noise. Is but she? Don't be unduly.
0: Oh, wow! Don't kill her, Rich. Uh,
1: Unduly oh, wow. worried about the noise that she well, makes. She is a little banty. Lovely
0: thing. So
1: she's a little light Sussex bantam. Oh, beautiful! So it's a a miniature version of your larger hens. That's
0: fantastic.
1: And he's just settled down, but she'll make a fantastic mother because bantams are such good broodies, you know. I think she's about ten or eleven weeks old. I don't know. It's just in them to to sit well. I mean, a bantam, you know, if it hatches, if it has a failed clutch after sitting on them for, for three weeks. To be perfectly be honest, they'll sit again for another three weeks to uh, get the next lot out known them do really? that. Yeah. And you can put anything under them. You know, ducks, guinea fowl, I've hatched turkeys under bantams, all sorts of things.
0: So I need to go and get myself some eggs?
1: Yeah, well, she might go broody towards the end of this year. She'll probably all start... Right. OK. It's going to be another probably six, eight weeks before she starts laying, I reckon. Yeah. And then... um, <laughs> Hello, girl. and then uh, if you're lucky, she might go broody towards the end of the year Oh. The I'll have got so you might, get, by might then. get a batch, and you get another cockle yeah. here. And uh, yeah, and you can put, and then wow. that'll, be the, that'll be the ideal cross. So your larger Sussex will make a really good eating bird. Yeah. So, there you go. So she's a lovely little guy, isn't she? So, oh, so really she will
0: produce me loads of cockles,
1: and she'll lay well as well. They're really good layers, but obviously the eggs are quite small. Yeah. One band of them at home, literally, she'll lay ten eggs and go broody every time so yeah. you've got this kind of little machine yeah. that just wants to sit some are I mean obviously better than others but yeah yeah, no, you can pop anything under her she's big enough to put under five big hen eggs maybe um, or you know seven or eight bantam eggs I mean it, it's, yeah. it's not it's not a good idea to try and Overstock the eggs under a broody. It's uncomfortable for them, but also yeah, the, yeah. some of the eggs get pushed around more, and uh, and and then consequently they don't get incubated as well as they might.
0: So if she goes broody, do I need to put her in the other hen house?
1: Yeah, when eggs? she goes broody, you'll know. Cause she won't move off the nest. Yeah. Uh, so what you do? Yeah, essentially you get your <laughs> eggs, the general yeah. eggs you want to put. You make a little nest for her in that other nester, get and some then you water. well water and grain outside. All oh, right. Oh, some birds will sit and. Never get off. Yeah. Um, but to be perfectly honest, I've never known that. That's just what um, I've heard. Old wives tale. Um, the, the reality is that if you put her on around the eggs that you want to incubate of a night time, Yeah. and then she'll sit on those then, and in the morning you could just open the, the run up, as you would normally. Yeah. She won't come out straight away, but she'll come out at some point during the day and drink and eat and go back and sit on her eggs, and that's just... And that's OK for and the that, eggs? That's that's OK, perfectly OK for the eggs, yeah. Cool. Yeah, she'll be <laughs> off for sort of five ten minutes at the most. And then the eggs will hatch, you know, 18 between 18 and 21 days. Usually around about 19 days. Days oh, I can't wait for that. Time. Yeah, yeah, and no, that's fabulous thing. You never get, you never tire of seeing those little yellow guys. Yeah. You know, when you lift her up and there's a bunch of half eggshells and a few little tiny pathetic white and yellow chickies, you know, it's a, it's a fabulous thing.
0: Right, so. put pop we her, her in, then? in pop And will get her some and, uh, water. Yeah,
1: we'll put some, actually what we could do is put some water in there now so yeah. we don't have to open it up again. I'll I think and get her some really, water. And then, uh, that's, jobs are good. And, I'm
0: just filling it up. I'll just get some pots of food. Got some mixed corn, grown of course by Farmer Phil, and I've got some layers mash. Don't know whether she'll be ready for layers mash. And of course I've got bokashi in it. That helps to stop him smelling, and also helps her gut. That's a lovely little bird. I'm going to swap this for some beef with Rich. Don't tell Farmer Phil. We might as well
1: clip her wings as well, aren't we? Or one of her wings before we put her in.
0: So, shall I get the scissors and you can go through clipping her wing?
1: Yeah, that'll be good.
0: Okay, so I've got the scissors. Okay. Rich, I don't want to... Yeah, we may as
1: well do this before we pop her in there because um, what's probably not such a good idea with Banty is that she'll if she gets out and goes broody she'll end up going broody at the bottom of a hedge somewhere and oh no. you, know, you get all, you'll have a flock of wild bantams yeah. so you don't you yeah, don't yeah. kind of want that really what we we'll do is we we'll clip a wing to stop her flying because they are so good at flying because they're so light yeah you know compared to a normal so, head. The so point what we of this do this is we're going
0: to make yeah, her wonky make
1: her wonky so we only cut one wing yeah we're just going to trim off some of the primary feathers yeah. on the one wing. So, I mean think, think, clip, um, do no, you want me no, to hold her and you clip? No, no, that's fine. I think we can do it. I'll come round that, like that. If I pull a right. wing out like that, a yeah. uh, proper wing part, a body part, is around about yeah. there. Yeah. So uh, you want to sort of trim out maybe an inch out. Like from there. there? That'll be absolutely great. And just trim out all those. All those Yeah, that's great. You sure? Yeah, maybe a little bit tighter. Maybe, see where my thumb is, tip of my thumb there.
0: Oh, I don't want to go too close.
1: That's it. So, you know, there's no discomfort or anything from this. No, no. Um, it's um, toenail. Yeah, that's all right, you're yeah, right, yeah. More? Yeah, yeah, just uh, just trim those off. That's absolutely great. Be be, well, let's take them off now, or we're... Okay. And, um,
0: Sorry about this.
1: She won't mind. It's not going to make any odds to her at all, apart from the fact she won't be able to fly quite as far. So, yeah, so if she tries to take off now, she'll be completely lopsided. Yeah, she won't go anywhere. Well, damn it. Well, I've I've known people, though, trim both wings. Yeah, it doesn't make any difference then. It just takes a little little bit, it's just a bit more effort to get high. So, there you go. So, she's done and dusted. She's got water and food in here. Yeah. So, you man the door.
0: I'm manning the
1: door. And uh, then close it pretty much right through, and I'll literally, I'll. Toss her in. Yeah. And then collect, shut the door quickly. Got it. Okay. Yes. One, two, go. Hey. <laughs> she's in. No escape. <laughs> just have so she'll, so she'll settle down just now. Just to check. Yeah, and that's that's a good thing. you will be able to. Yeah. She all right?
0: Absolutely fine. There. She's gone on the perch.
1: Good stuff. Talking of... Um... So she's got everything she needs for today. And yep. uh, she'll settle down. She, you can let her out tomorrow morning as normal and... um Job's a good one.
0: Thank you very much. Shall we go and get your beef?
1: Yeah, indeed. <laughs> yeah. us yeah, not tell Phil about it. No, let's <laughs>
0: Come on, because while we're talking about nesting birds, I just want to show you the sparrow terrace.
1: Oh, why? OK. And the
0: starling box on the way.
1: Do so you know, I went to see the starlings roosting this year up at near uh, 100 house. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a massive flock, you know, literally tens of thousands, possibly even hundreds of thousands of birds up there. It was amazing. I went up two or three times to see them getting together.
0: And what's the story? Why do they go there?
1: Uh, the reason they roost there, obviously, is because there are pockets of dense coniferous wood and relatively sheltered valleys.
0: Well, that might be obvious to you, Rich, but it's not obvious to me. Do you remember you used to roost in Hereford in,
1: in years ago and then they sort of... Oh, they the were all in those, Road, yeah, didn't Yeah, they? yeah, and then they cut down all the trees, didn't they? Right. So all those kind of uh, Leylandii that were there and then consequently there's darlings... You know, moved on, but I suppose they like towns because it's there's some light. So it's a bit like you know keeping the landing light on at night, and uh, and it's safe, you know, and and it's Ah. warmer, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, it's an ideal roosting space and
0: birds of a feather. Together, together. <laughs>
1: indeed they
0: do. But starlings are very sociable, aren't they?
1: Really gregarious birds. I think under, underrated. People moan about them being kind of raucous and, and scaring other birds off and things. I, I think that's part of their charm. You know, they're, I love they're them. robust and they're cheeky and they're so colourful.
0: I agree, but they do eat an awful lot of yeah, mealworms.
1: That's yeah. not so bad here though, is it? It's not, you <laughs> well, when
0: you see one and in their so, mouth is stuffed 25 mealworms, you think... <laughs> I wonder mm, what it
1: costs. Yeah. What do you suppose it costs a business every <laughs> oh, year? <laughs> Keep the mealworms stocked I, up I don't I, break, don't know. Yeah. I think it's cost a few bob, really, uh-huh, on the quiet. I, well, really. the thing
0: is, I mean, I would never <laughs> criticise Noel, but the amount of mealworms I see coming out of that door... <laughs> Between <laughs> our hens and the sparrows and yeah. the robin that comes in yeah. and the tits and the whatever, yeah, they do all right. Do. <laughs> they all do all right. Yeah, don't but I? you can't <laughs> yeah. begrudge
1: them, can you? Mean? No, really? well, a way of things, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely.
0: But yeah. yeah, I really do wonder that the wastage yeah. element. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, what do you think? Well, Flaming, I think it's, right it's lovely.
1: I, I think that I just never cease to be amazed by the, the the wonderful kind of pink swords of ragged robin. It's <laughs> so it's done so well in this patch, isn't it? When was this done now, this meadow, how how many years ago?
0: I think it was 2002. Right. So it's a pretty mature meadow now,
1: isn't it? Yeah, and I I think what can happen with with ragged robin is that even though it might come in the first couple of years, the ground isn't kind of wet through a good proportion of the year and it disappears but obviously this space here is, is perfect for it and it's yeah, um, do it's done well year on year hasn't it?
0: Like we always worry about this patch because it is wet. If you remember we put loads of worms in to try and get the soil to Drain properly, yeah. but it's still sodden in the winter. Yeah. And the interesting thing is, where that real clump of flowers are, is where it all the water stays. Right, right. So it must kill a lot of things, I think. I think it is. And then those upside doesn't really lend itself
1: is. to grass. Yeah. No,
0: and those raggy robin come up.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's wonderful. I remember I've, well, I opened it a few years ago. Do you, you remember? It was this whole path was all swampy. Yeah, and then after in fact we cordoned it off, didn't Because it was uh, under Health water. And well, uh, one of our lovely wet summers. Yeah, yeah,
0: health, and yeah health and
1: safety. That's yeah. right. not people tramping through there. Yeah,
0: don't worry, Posh and Quarkamire. Clegg are going to sort it. Are they? Yeah, I, th- I think. <laughs> I don't know. You're
1: not going to go and see old Nicky Boy at uh, Hay then, because he's there, there, he? A festival, isn't he?
0: I suppose he's your hero, isn't he, Nick
1: Clegg? No, not really. No. Oh, right. not, We've no, got Especially even more. not now he's da- joined the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't vote for liberals so they could blow smoke up the. T-
0: yeah, only thing is oh. I heard you telling me what a good man Jesse Norman
1: was. Hey, Jesse Norman. Yeah, so, yes, your local seems, MP. It seems, yeah. uh, you know, uh, for a conservative MP, <laughs> a relatively good human being. It was just surprising. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's sort of a mix, isn't it?
0: Red campion?
1: Yeah, red campion. This time of year is stunning. And that red campion has done extremely well at the, the garden at Hay as well. As I noticed that on Sunday, it's, uh, there's, there's an abundance of it. A wonderful. There's a little common blue damselfly there, look. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of those in the pond. I mean, when we when were kind of pond dipping on the open days and things like that, you found tons and tons of those, at the larvae, a common blue damsel larvae. Is it
0: time for them now? Well, it, it, I think... Very um, early June, aren't I think we?
1: What's happened is that there was that really slow period where everything was kind of ebbing out of, it, out of a state of dormancy, wasn't there? Which is good, because that cold winter made such a difference, I think, kept everything dormant. And now everything's gone bananas, you know, and it looks really healthy. It looks wonderful. And, and, you know, inverts are no exception. You know, they're sort of monopolising this warmth. Superb. I mean, the beauty of this patch is it's constantly changing. So that's a really important factor in a meadow, is to have, you know, a mix of species that flower right through the season.
0: I think that is the trouble, though, with selling wildflower meadow is that people expect it to look exactly as it does in the photo. Yeah. So I think the picture on your Bugs and Beasts, this leaflet, is of ragged robin or red campion. Yeah, there's and so people expect ragged, that. Ragged robin, yeah. But actually, all different things thrive. You know, I remember the first year, this was just poppies. The second year, it was overriding impression you had of it. It yeah. was yeah. red and then Oxide daisy And now they're not going to be able to take over. Yeah. But There's going to be lots of knapweed, I think, isn't there?
1: There's going to be tons of knapweed, yeah. And, uh, and again, that's, I think napweed's a fabulous thing. And it's long flowering, you know, it comes out as midsummer, really, in abundance, and then flowers right through, almost until Christmas. I've seen napweed flowering. I mean, it, you know, it tends to have gone over in the main by October, but it's, you know, there is uh, still a, a source of, of late pollen for all sorts of uh, inverts that are likely to, to tuck themselves away for the winter.
0: We said you'd say inverts.
1: Right. Yeah. On last
0: week's show. Did you? Yeah. Phil said. Oh, God, it will be along roaming in the flipping gloaming, <laughs> talking about inverts. <laughs> and you have.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you see, that's, there's a, there's a, that's a common carder bee. That will be there, right? And that's on uh, red clover. I mean, red clover is definitely a plant that people don't tend to think of something that they need in a pasture. But it is, a you know, it's beautiful, isn't it? I mean, look at those little round box of kind of lavender-coloured flowers. They're gorgeous. They are. My blubble dad blubble was a big lemon. clover
0: oh, fan, fan, but I think that was for nitrogen.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. It does all. Well just it, it captures atmospheric nitrogen and then puts it back into the soil. So it's really good, and especially for grazing animals and things like that, it's wonderful forage. It's a really important element of of herbage in a in a pasture.
0: Right, we better see the nesting boxes next week then, because the show's over now. Rich. Oh,
1: is
0: it <laughs> <laughs> you've been roaming well, we in the gloaming?
1: We, we didn't get as far as uh, as we'd hoped.
0: Let's just get to the pond and end.
1: Shall we? Yeah, I've not seen the pond for a while. Yeah. Yeah, and this, this this patch is looking brilliant as well now, isn't
0: it? See, I've been weeding.
1: Some of those willows are in. my home. quite, quite. So yeah. I'll,
0: and so I've only kept the paths clear.
1: Yeah. No, it's great.
0: Are these willows... Well, I suppose
1: that was, the, that was the intention originally when it was built, wasn't it, yeah. this garden? So.
0: What do you think about these willows? There's too many. They're too,
1: too shady, shading the pond, aren't they? Yeah. They need to uh, come out of the equation. What, all yeah, of them? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I, I would probably take them all out now because apart from this one here, which is on our, on our left, of this left of the path, because that is going to shade the pond sufficiently on this one end. And really, if you look at the bottom, I mean, obviously the, you know, the ducks have been in here kind of muddying up as well, yeah, the but a lot of the oxygenator in here the has disappeared. Right. Because um,
0: it's too cold. It's too shady. It? Yeah, there's not, yeah. enough,
1: uh, not enough light. And in fact, the reality is that the ducks will spend more time on here because now it's, it's a lot more secluded ah. and sheltered, and, and it's a place where they're, they feel comfortable. So if it's more open, um, I mean, that's obviously, you know, it's not always the case, but if it, if it is more open, then generally speaking, they'll uh, spend less time here. And the, and the other unfortunate thing is there's a whole load of that New Zealand um, uh, stone crop. we always have that. That goes mad, though. I, yeah. I clean a little pond out at home, I took it all out and composted the whole lot. There's very little in the pond at all this year. I thought, well, that's it, I'm going to have to take everything. And I picked every little thread off the roots from the flag iris and the reed mace and things like that to try and get rid of it because it just takes over, darkens the whole space. So,
0: chainsaw, is it?
1: I think it is. It's probably willow, of course, it will keep coming back. Yeah, yeah, sort of autumn time. But there's a bit of firewood in those, you know. There's some luggage in those trees now. Some of those have got to be at least four-inch diameter, aren't they, four or five-inch? So, yeah, a bit of luggage there. Willow I will keep coming back. Oh! But equally, what you could do is leave, you know, leave it and then maybe just uh, cut the little stems early in the year for the bouquets. That would work. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that would that would work. Yeah. Absolutely. They're self-seed as well, aren't they? All these.
0: Yeah, they're huge.
1: They are. They've got to be three times my height and what ten times yours. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's so funny. Uh, yeah. Come on, Good, let's end.
0: <laughs> Off we go, roaming in the effing mm. glowing. <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, to see you again. Yeah, no, to definitely. see you. Nice. Farmer <laughs> Phil will be so sad to miss he you. Will, yeah, oh he will. He will. Let's go uh, to the freezer and get your beef. Yeah, cheers, what do you want? Cheers, Phil.
1: Uh, the the biggest piece that you've got in there. <laughs> Phil.